0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Weekend Perspective. I'm Kitty Dunn. And today we're talking to a local author whose book, I Know What You Did, is set right here in Madison. Casey Osborne, thanks for taking some time today. Absolutely. I'm so happy to be here. All right, the the first line of this book called I Know What You Did has been getting some attention. And I think of great first lines like, call me Ishmael, or it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Uh, Would you care to share what the first line of your book is with us? Absolutely. I put
1: a lot of thought and work into this line, so here it is. Substitute gynecologists are the worst.
0: That one really does make you, what? What am I reading here? And it makes you want to keep going. Uh, The book I Know What You Did is a mystery set right here in Madison. And Petal Woznooski, or Wozneski, I'm not sure how she pronounces it, is the main character. Tell us a little bit about uh, Petal, or Petta, as she's going by
1: That's right, yes. Um, In my head, her last name is Woznooski. Okay, Um, got it. (laughs) Any any reader who who wants to interpret their own way is fine with me. Um, Yes, so she uh, left Madison immediately after high school. She had a very traumatic childhood and didn't want to face any of that trauma. So she left, ended up in New York City, sort of in a hideout in the big city type of way where she knew she could be anonymous. Um, she's very set in her ways she likes her junk food her movies she keeps her boyfriend at arm's length because she can't really face any actual emotions and she's she's coping with her past in that way by ignoring it until um, this book comes out that tells all her secrets and so she's she's forced to face some of those terrible things in her past so it's a book within a book
0: that uh, she sees a book that mentions her, calls her out by name. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, so so I had read a book called Magpie Murders by Anthony Horowitz, which does this really clever thing where it sort of tricks you in the beginning of the book. You think in book, and it turns out you're really reading a book within a book. And I thought that was so cool. And I thought, what way could I use that type of idea but put my own spin on it? So what I decided to do was have my main character find out that someone had used the dedication in a novel where, you know, usually people say, this is for my mom who always believed in me. Well, this one says, I know what you did, Petal Wozniowski, and now everyone else will, too. So sort of taking that nice, happy space in a book and turning it into a very targeted threat.
0: So how does Petal react when when the gynecologist alerts her to this book's existence?
1: Yes, uh, she's having her annual exam and he won't shut up about this book. And she's like, "Ugh, I don't even really like books. I'd rather just watch an action movie. And she just wants to ignore the whole idea. Um, And so she doesn't want to listen to him. Um, And she doesn't really. But then all of a sudden, she sees this book everywhere. It's a bestseller. So, you know, she's walking through Times Square and it's on the big screen. She's walking past the drugstore and it's in the window. And finally, she just sort of gives up and said, "Okay, this book is basically stalking me. I better figure out what the heck's going on here um, because it's not going to leave me alone.
0: So she buys a book and it sets her out on a quest to find out what the heck is really going on here because... Petal has some secrets.
1: She does. Yes. And the book, uh, the, who, the, whoever wrote the book is using a pen name. There's no information she can find about this person. And she knows that the this big secret in her past, the main one, um, only one other person knows the truth about it. And so she thinks, well, maybe that person, her old friend Jenny wrote the book. Um, but basically Madison holds all the answers that she's looking for. So even though she absolutely hates the idea, (laughs) she decides to come back to Madison um, and figure it out once it's for all because she knows that it's not going to, you know, she's not going to be able to ignore it anymore.
0: No, it was staring her in the face everywhere. The book is called I Know What You Did, and I'm talking with Casey Osborne, local Madison author. Now, Madison plays a big role in this book, but uh Petal is not such a big fan of our city.
1: It's true this the Madison holds nothing but bad memories. Um not not the case for me. It was interesting to try and write a character from a sort of the opposite perspective of how I think of Madison. But you know, I had a great childhood. I enjoyed growing up here. Uh she did not. So I tried to make it feel authentic for her. How would she feel coming back to the place? that in her mind, you know, did not provide her a very happy, you know, childhood.
0: And she, like a lot of people, were sad that Michael's frozen custard was gone (laughs) from the West Side. Yes.
1: Yes. She grew up on the near West Side, uh, went to West High School. And after her parents passed away, she went to live with her aunt, who was a professor at the university. And whenever the two of them had a bad day, they'd go to Michael's on Monroe Street sit under one of those little red and white striped awning fiberglass tables and sort of not necessarily talk about their day because they weren't really sort of touchy-feely share all our feelings people, but at least have some frozen custard and it would make everything better for a little while. And that
0: wasn't there to help her, and she had a big mystery to solve. I don't want to give too much away because I I think folks can get the idea that... uh, This is a a book with a mystery to solve and you'll be trying to figure it out along with Petal. Um, How when you you've written other books before, but this is the first one that's been published. I'm just curious because I, I read a ton and I wonder how do people like did you make an outline first for the plot and the story and how the mystery unfolds or did it just like pour out of your head? How did that work?
1: Um, It was a little bit of both. I I tend to do a little bit of both. In the writing world, we call ourselves either uh, plotters, the people who do a detailed outline and figure out the plot ahead of time, or pantsers, people who fly by the seat of their pants and just (laughs) write and see what comes out. And I'm about 50-50, I think. I I started out as a challenge to myself to write a character that was very opposite from me. more as a writing exercise than anything else. Because I realized that a lot of my characters, you know, would act how I might act in any given situation. And I thought, well, maybe it would be much more fun to write someone who would act like say the opposite of how I would act. So I started out with pedal and just sort of writing uh, a character that was different. And then, you know, as I mentioned, the magpie murders idea sort of was brought in together And once I started to formulate the mystery in my head, I did outline a little bit of how I wanted the plot to evolve. But um, generally, when I write, I kind of let myself go where I want to go.
0: That sounds like if I were doing the writing, that sounds like it could be dangerous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It can be. Yeah. But the great thing about a first draft is that it can be anything you want it to be. And if it's something like a mystery where you need clues to be dropped in at certain points on the second or third or fourth draft, you can always go back and add those little seeds in for the reader. You know, it doesn't have to all be on the page in that first draft.
0: All right. So that doesn't that because I think that can sound, you know, kind of, uh, you know, frightening and intimidating to think you have to know where it's all going. You might just say, I'm not even going to pick up a pen or turn on my computer.
1: Exactly. It can be very daunting to feel like you have, have to have all the little bits and pieces organized in your head before you start writing. Um, and I think it takes a little bit out of, the, of the fun out of it, honestly, if you do. And I think there are people who outline, you know, and are very conscientious plotters who still are surprised where their book ends up. You know, sometimes it just the story kind of goes where it wants to go.
0: And the characters take over. Yes, they can. Yeah. yeah. And I, I really did enjoy uh reading the book and Petta or Pedal. She's so snarky. I love that. Did, was it based on anybody you know or were you just going uh I mean obviously you're not going to say who if that's the case? <laughs> or or was it just, you know, pushing yourself to where you might go if you were snarkier than you normally are?
1: Yeah, the latter for sure. Um There are past books that I've written that I have sort of had a person in mind that I'm basing a character on. But in this book, there really wasn't anyone I had in mind for any of my characters. Um, And PETA was just a really fun way to, you know, if you're, you know, in line at the DMV or in some very exasperating uh, situation, there's always that bit in your head that, you know, thinks the worst, snarkiest, most sarcastic thing but most of us probably wouldn't say those things out loud. Well, it was fun to write a character who does say those things out loud and really doesn't hide her flaws or really care what people think of her. It was it was really fun.
0: The book is called I Know What You Did, published by Crooked Lane Books. We're talking with Casey Osborne. So how'd you get the book deal? How'd you, how did that come about?
1: Um, it's, it was quite a journey. As you mentioned, I have written other novels that – um, did go out on submission to publishers that were not purchased. Um, mo- the conventional way to get a book deal is to first find a literary agent and then have them send your book to publishers. Um, and I did try that way with past books. I have had agents in the past who were, you know, very excited about books I had I had written and they just, you know, no publishers fell in love with the book. Um, and with this one, I decided to not only send it to agents, but also find some smaller publishers that would accept submissions directly from me. A lot of the big, in fact, all of the big New York City publishers will only accept books from agents. So that wasn't a path for me um, if I wanted to do it myself. And so I sent it to Crooked Lane. Uh, My editor, Sarah J. Henry, uh, read my letter said, this sounds interesting, send me the book. She read it. She fell in love with it. And, you know, she's been really my champion in this and um, really helped me hone the book. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have a book deal. Well,
0: big shout out to her then.
1: (laughs) Uh, So did you start
0: writing this during the pandemic or or what was that like?
1: Uh, Yes, I had uh, was finishing the previous books to this one sort of at the beginning of the pandemic. And this was one, you know, where I had a little more time on my hands to do things like do a little writing experiment to come up with a character that was different from myself. I was playing around more because I, you know, we were all stuck inside and I needed another outlet kind of thing. And perhaps Peta is so sarcastic because I was feeling a little more on edge than I would normally. Um, I'm a pretty uh, even-tempered person generally, but uh, the pandemic, you know, changed us all a little bit. Um, Yeah, it pushed us all in
0: ways we never thought we'd be going.
1: Exactly. I don't think of this as my pandemic novel, but, you know, now that you mention it, it probably did change the book and the character that that I ended up writing, yes.
0: The book is called I Know What You Did, and we're chatting with Casey Osborne. Do you have... I'm sure all writers have a few other books going on in their head, but uh, uh, where's where where's the future taking you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I sold this book um, about a year ago. So from the time I got my book deal to when it came out, it was about a year. So I have had a lot of time to write other things. So I do have another finished book that I will be trying to sell Um soon here. And then I just started a new one. So, um, you know, I, my really o- only goal with this first novel was to, uh, you know, start a career and, and set myself up so that I can keep writing. Um, writing is not a, unless you're Stephen King, <laughs> is not a uh, money-making endeavor necessarily. So um, I just do it because I love it and I enjoy reading books and writing them and I it's a new experience for me now to have people actually reading something that I've I've written, a book that I've written, and I just hope to be able to keep doing it for a long time.
0: Well, uh, I wish you much success with it. I really enjoyed the book. I think I read it in two days, so... Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> it was uh, very enjoyable, and I did not guess the mystery, so... Oh, good. I told you. So you got me
1: there. Uh, What's the best place for folks to get the book? Um, Mystery to Me on Monroe Street has copies, um, as well as Barnes & Noble West, if you are local to Madison. Um, Otherwise, any online retailer where you buy your books um, will also have it. I like to advocate for bookshop.org because they help support uh, independent bookstores.
0: Awesome. Casey Osborne, the book is I Know What You Did. Uh, Thanks for taking some time out uh, today. And I wish you continued success. Thank you so much. It was really nice talking to you. And thank you for listening for Weekend Perspective. I'm Kitty Dunn.